buckle up. I am in a field excited about Elton John in a few days, but you need to listen to how I got here because in this story, there are so many golden bits of advice for you on how to manifest the things that you really, really want. So let's get into it. gorgeous people welcome back to self-centered with me calypso the podcast that empowers you to create a life that feels aligned alive and yours every single week i'm here having conversations that will expand your mind that challenge social norms and that show you how beautiful life can be when you put yourself in the center today i'm coming at you with a story time it's such a good story time i'm gonna be sharing a solo episode and it's all about how I manifested hosting my own slot at Glastonbury. The time that you're listening to this, if you're listening to this on the day or even the week that it's been released, I will be at Glasto. So I'm uncontactable because I'm having an extraordinarily good time. (laughs) But I want to tell you how I got here and what I'm doing. I'm not just here to party. I am definitely going to be partying, but I'm here to do something that I only dreamed of being possible. And actually because I dreamed of it being possible and did some other things along with it, I am at Glastonbury hosting my very own coaching tent in the healing fields. I know, it's kind of wild. It's kind of wild. It feels kind of wild that I'm doing it. It feels like the biggest pinch me moment. I feel really proud to be going, or I should say, to be at Glastonbury doing this. And I want to tell you how, because this was a crazy manifestation story. I have a few of these in my pocket. I have a few of these on the roster. And this was definitely one, and I want to share it with you. So yeah, buckle up. I am in a field excited about Elton John in a few days, but you need to listen to how I got here because In this story, there are so many golden bits of advice for you on how to manifest the things that you really, really want. So let's get into it. This began, when did this begin? Okay, I should start off by saying my first ever Glastonbury experience was in 2016. And I went to Glastow with Nat, my girlfriend. There were some other friends that we had there. We were in awe. I just remember being there and being like, Oh my gosh. Glastonbury was actually also my first ever overnight festival. (laughs) I went in deep. We got tickets by off chance. Like it was one of those sweet situations where a friend in another friendship group managed to get us two tickets. So I didn't even have to do the heavy lifting. If you have applied for Glastonbury tickets before, you know, you know the, the struggle of being in that bloody waiting room trying to get a ticket. That didn't even happen. So I think that probably made my first Glastonbury experience even sweeter. I didn't even have that stress. Got there, landed in this world of madness. And I was in my party girl era, let's put it that way. She was, she was doing all the things. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. She was wild. We had such a good time, a very good time listening to some of my favourite artists. It was the year before Stormzy had, like, it was the the Glasto before Stormzy headlined. And, well, it was one of the ones that he did before he headlined. And we were in the front row for that. Like, just so many good artists. I saw Coffee. I saw so many. It was great. 
so I fell in love with the Glastonbury from the get-go I felt really like it was a really special place I think being there with my girlfriend as well I was just in a little love bubble you know just me and her prancing around in all of our sequins listening to great music high on life and other things anyway that was Glastonbury round one. I then went to Glastonbury in 2019, pre-pandemic, the last one. It was the heat wave. We were there with some friends. I went to this after party that was still to this day, me and my friends talk about it, the best party that we've ever been to in our whole entire life. We literally went and it, one of Nat's, one of Nat's like family friends was like, oh, there's this party if you want to come through, like come meet me at this gate. And she was like, oh, I kind of feel like I have to go because he's invited me. Like we should probably go, even though we were having the most amazing time listening to the music. Actually, was like, there's this after party thing going on. I don't know if I can be bothered. It's the other side of Glasgow. Also, if you've been to Glastonbury, you'll know how big it is. Walking from one side of the other to Glastonbury isn't like a stroll. You're talking 45 minutes especially when you're under the influence, it takes a while. So we were like, okay, we'll go if you need to be there and like, you know, show your support for this person. It was sick. We went in through this back gate. He was like through here. And it was like down this little back alley into this private tent. It was a shy effects party. We were dancing with Georgia Smith. We were in there with gets like we were just having such a good time Dua Lipa Chris Martin from Coldplay and like partying with these people not performances actually gets was performing shy effects were playing best night of my life I still think it ranks in the best nights of my life so you can see I have a love for the place I've had so many fun memories so many fun times that was all before I was a coach I worked in fashion I would go and stroll through the healing fields and be like, this is a nice place. We used to do some yoga there. I like my festival to be balanced. You know, if I'm having a wild time, I still also want to be doing some things that make me feel good. So I remember, I think Nat got some Reiki there once. We got a little massage. So I was familiar with the healing fields. Then fast forward to last year. So this is summer 2022. We didn't get Glastonbury tickets. We tried, we failed. And it was maybe like a month before Glastow. And I was like, I really, really would love to be there. And I'm so glad that I'm not. And I remember I was in bed with COVID. And I think the like late, the lineup had come up and all of the timings. And I was so like, oh my God, I so want to be there. And at the time I was creating content on TikTok. And I laid in bed. This is the start of the manifestations, I should say. This is the first, this was step one. I was laying in bed. And I was feeling sorry for myself. And I was like, I want to be a freaking glass. I was like, oh, I manifest some good stuff. Let me just, let me just make a little humorous video. Maybe it'll go viral on TikTok and I find myself there. And I created this relatively cringe and also powerful TikTok basically just saying like, listen up to the story. This is how I manifested tickets to Glastonbury. I created this video and I talked about how much value I could bring and how I would be a great person to take. And maybe a brand wants to take me or maybe I get booked to do a workshop or something in the healing fields. Like, and then I just watched this manifestation come to life. Anyway, posted it, crickets. I think it got about 300 views. You know, you know the struggle, you know the TikTok struggle of posting things and it flopping. We've all been there. I'm just, we're owning it. Anyway, so I posted that video, nothing really came of it, but I just, it got me thinking, hmm, it would be really cool to actually do some work there. I would love to be able to do some work there. And I remember messaging a few of my friends being like, how can we, how can we do this? Another friend that's a coach. We're like, how can we get in there? We're like, maybe we can, maybe we can hit them up and do some stuff, offer some stuff together. 
emailed every Glastonbury email address that I could find, considering it's two weeks before the festival. Like, just, I'd left it last minute. I wasn't, it wasn't like I was planning a year in advance. I was just trying my luck. And so I was emailing people being like, hey, la la la, or applying to every competition. And in the process, I found this Instagram that had maybe like minimal followers. And it was the Glastonbury Healing Fields Instagram. And I was like, this probably is a fake Instagram, but I DM'd them and I was like, hey, I'm Clipso, I'm a coach. I would love to come and offer a workshop in the healing fields. Obviously didn't hear anything. Then maybe like five days before the festival, I got a reply from this inbox. And they were like, hey, Clipso, it's too late now. Um, but if you fill out this link, you can go on the reserve list. People do often drop out last minute. And also if you go on the reserve list, it will like trigger you being on the application list for next year. And I was like, oh my gosh, I just got a reply. And at this point, I just want to put into perspective, I wasn't even a year into my business. My business launched in July, 2021. This was June, 2022. And in my mind, I was thinking, oh yeah, it would be cool to do a workshop at the Glastonbury Healing Fields, but I've never done anything like that before. I had never, it was before I had done any workshops at festivals, I maybe had done like one workshop in my career today, two max. And I was like, oh yeah, mm, I could apply. I My likelihood of getting it's pretty low because I've never even done this before and I'm so early on in my career, but cool. And so I got this link and I had just been confirmed to do uh, two work, one talk and one workshop at Lost Village Festival, which was happening August Bank Holiday last year. So I got the link and I was like, hmm, I know that my chances of getting on the reserve list before before in the next like four days are really low. So let me hold on sending this application until I've got my experience doing the other festival so that I can put that on this application because they were asking what experience I had. So I thought I'm going to hold. I've got the link. I'm going to apply in August or September in a couple of months when I've got that experience down because I know that that's going to better my chances of getting a role, getting a position at Glasgow doing it. So anyway, blah, 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 went on with the summer, didn't think anything about it. Come September, October, I'm like, okay, cool, Glasgow, I want to go. I think it's probably, it was probably around the time when Glasgow tickets came out again, right? People were buying them and I was like, hey, wait a second, I'm not going to, I'm not going to buy tickets. I'm going to be applying and I'm going to work there. And I'd done, at this point, I had done my Lost Village talk. If you were there, you know, it was fabulous. It was such a good talk. It was my talk called Activating Self-Confidence. It's one of my most popular talks that I and like workshops I offer now. It's one of my favorite ones to deliver. If anyone's listening and you need some, you know, let's go. We're going in with the plug straight away. If you are a business or a brand and you need someone to help bring in some more confidence into your team or your community, you need to put me to do this talk <laughs> because it's so good. I the, I met some really amazing people who were in the crowd. I had such great feedback and I just felt so energized by doing that talk that I knew by the time it was glass and reapplication, I was like, I can so do this. I feel like this is what I'm born to do. So there had been this shift and this is really important to take note of. There had been this shift from there being this dream, and that's where it started. There was this big dream. I'm dreaming about being at Glastonbury doing stuff in the healing fields then there was this flip to like I am so worthy of doing this I believe that I'm capable of doing this talk because I'd created some evidence for myself I'd created some evidence at a smaller level by doing my talk 
at Lost Village and, and it going really well. So I was now into this next phase of manifestation. And, and I should say, I call this manifestation in hindsight, probably in the process, I, I, I was holding space for it to manifest. And I was, I was like, yeah, manifest, I'm going to be there. But there were lots of things that I was unconscious about that were happening in this process of manifestation. So I had the evidence. I then had this belief. I know that I'm good at this. And so I'm going to apply. So I get the link open. I click it. <laughs> link doesn't work. The link doesn't work. It says this, lo this link no longer exists. Please contact the person who created this link. And I was like, shit, <laughs> my one chance at getting a gig at Glastow and I've missed it. I have not filled out the link that she sent me. I've waited a few months. Why did I do that? I was beat. I was like, why on earth did I do that? Oh my God, I can't believe I waited that long. So I hopped on Instagram straight away. I DM them, I was like, hey, it's me again. We spoke in June. I'm still really interested. I've seen the link doesn't work. Do you have an updated one? Nothing. No reply. I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Nothing. Chased again. Nothing. Tried to email any email address I could find. Bounce back. And I kind of for, for a while just surrendered like I've missed the boat. I was like, that's a shame. Would have been really cool to do it. So I let it rest few months passed we're probably now in like January this year and I was thinking about Glastonbury again and I was like I really want to be there and I really want to be there doing this work so I think I maybe sent another another Instagram DM just being like hey I'm still really interested would love to chat about this opportunity um I was trawling the Glastonbury website looking at different ways that I might be able to contact people and I wasn't getting any leads. I was getting nothing. But I just had this feeling in my body that was like, I know that I, I know that I should be there. Like I know that I could really bring value. And there were a few ways that I would really knew that I could bring value. The first was in the work that I was offering, like in the work that I do in the workshops that I lead. I know that I bring a unique type of energy to workshops and talks. And I was like, I know that I'm people are gonna have a good time if I lead something here. But also one of the things that I noticed the second I stepped foot in Glastonbury back in 2016 is it is very white. Being a black person, you are the minority. <laughs> like there, we're out here in slim, slim pickings. It's it's a it's a white festival. There are black people there, yes. And actually, as I went back in 2019, it was way more diverse than it was when I first went. But still, and let's not even get talking about the lineup because that's a whole nother situation. We know <laughs> there's still a lot of work to be done on representation at Glastonbury in the artists, in the practitioners. We'll get into that, and then also in that actually inviting and wanting other black people, other people of color for other minorities to book tickets. So where am I? I feel like I need to backtrack on this story. No, I wasn't getting any reply, but I was feeling like I need to be there and I have these things to offer my, my gifts, let's call them that. And then me being a black queer human being, especially when I wandered around the, the healing fields, it's really a special place. It holds a really special energy. But there's no lie that it is mainly white and older white practitioners, healers, 
leaders, yoga teachers that are holding space, whether that be individual, you know, tents that you go to where people are offering healings or, or sessions, or when you go to the classes and the workshops that are on. And so I just felt like I want to make people feel like the healing space, the healing fields aren't just for people that look like that. It's one of my favorite parts of festivals, having that balance of not just partying and listening to music, but actually being able to have some time for wellness and personal growth. I guess that's probably just because I'm a bit of a personal development geek and I love that anyway. But I was like, I want to be there and I want to show other black people, other queer people that this is their space and I want to be able to invite them in. So I knew like I, I just had this thing of like, I feel like I really need to be there. I then went to Vietnam with my best friend in March and I was having a really great time. And I met somebody on this trip, on this boat trip that we went on, who has been going to Glastonbury with her family for years. They, I think they have a food truck or something. I can't remember. Her family have a business and she's been going for years and she was talking about it. And it like, I'm really obviously happy for her and her family that they have this thing and they have done for years, but it really like, irked me I've never used that word before in my life but it uh it like it rubbed me up a certain kind of way because I was like how do new people get into this place to change the dynamic of what Glastonbury is because I love it there but I I desperately want other people that look like me live like me love like me to be able to experience it and to feel safe experience it and to be like it is a place for them and and so I met this girl and I was like, oh, I really want to be there. And she was like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to try and hook you up. And I was like, I am putting freaking pedal, pedal to the metal. What's the saying? Pedal to the metal. Pedal to the metal. I was like, I'm going. I'm going. I'm, I actually truly now believe that it is my calling to be there. And this was in that realm of manifestation that was like, I believe wholeheartedly I'm meant to be there and so I started to open up the Glastonbury website again and this is also maybe moving into the next not maybe this is the next phase of manifestation which is taking aligned action I hoped, hopped open the Glastonbury website I started trawling through the website and I was like what is what what, what who can I contact and as I was looking through the website Glastonbury have a diversity and inclusion statement and I was looking at that diversity and inclusion statement. I thought to myself, how can you be talking about having, or how can you be talking about wanting to improve diversity and inclusion when newcomers, people that are offering new things aren't able to get in? Because there was this other, there was this other thing that I remembered from the application form that said that they were going to be prioritizing practitioners from the year before. And I was just like, oh, this is never going to progress. And I remember saying to my friend, I'm going to send, I'm going to send them a message. I'm going to send them maybe the most strongly worded, loving message that I can send. And if I don't get a reply, I'm going to LinkedIn. <laughs> I remember being like, I'm going to LinkedIn. And so I wrote this message and I think it was probably the best message I've ever written. And what I essentially shared in this message was that I wanted to be a part of the positive change and that I had an amazing service to offer. And I asked them questions. I asked them questions that instilled the need for a response. 
And this message wasn't aggressive. It was well-written. It was calm. It was me showing up and saying, like I said, I want to be a, I want to be a part of this positive change. Are you going to open that door? So I sent this message. I think it was like the 5th of March or something. Didn't get a reply over the next couple of days. I sent another nudge message two days later. So you can see, I was like, I'm... I should, I need to be there. And so I'm going to keep knocking on this door. And I think that this is a stage that sometimes people can shy away from when it comes to manifestation. Now, I don't believe that you have to do all of the work to get this. Like, I believe that there was, there were many other parts to play, you know, like God, universe, spirit, whatever chose me to be doing this role. And, and I think there were so many team players in this manifestation coming to life but it is I I believe that sometimes and not always sometimes things can just land on your life but with most manifestations you need to take aligned action in the direction that you want had I just posted that TikTok and left it and thought I would love to be there I know I wouldn't have been at Glastonbury but it was the combination of the dream the the dream of what I really wanted and that's the first thing what do you really want not just what do you want or think that you can get like what is the extravagant extreme thing that you maybe believe is way too far out there but that you want like deep in your core what's the real dream then how can you get to a place where you believe that you're worthy of it because if you don't believe that you are meant to be doing that thing or you don't believe that you can then you're not going to do the next step which is take the aligned action and and that stage is usually where I support my clients right it's they have this dream but maybe there are some beliefs that are stopping them from taking action on that dream. And I help them remove those limiting beliefs. I'm not worthy. I'm not good enough. I couldn't possibly. Someone's better at me than, than me at this thing. I help them remove those and see their true worth and help them feel confident in themselves so that then they can move on to the next step, which is take aligned action. And so that was that point for me. I was knocking on the doors. I was knocking on the doors again. I was getting no responses on the Insta DMs. I emailed Glastonbury's main email. And when you email Glasto through their website, I think you have like 140 characters. It's literally like you're tweeting. <laughs> it's like you're tweeting. And I was like, hi, Healing Fields Workshop Facilitator, Diversity and Inclusion Reply. Something like it was, it was a poor message. I got a response saying, hey, you need to email this email address. Emailed that email address. I got a bounce back saying that email, that email inbox is full. Your, your message will file a spam. I was like, oh my gosh. Every door felt like it was slamming in my face. But I still also had this feeling that it was so close. I was like, it feels within reach. I've contacted, I've been in communication with somebody before. I know that I can really bring what's needed here. And I kept just believing I'm meant to be there. I genuinely believe that I'm meant to be there. So maybe this is like on the Friday, the Monday I sent the DM, I sent them their email on the Wednesday, I get the reply on the Friday and I'm like, okay, let me just let this, let me just take some space to let this breathe to figure out my next step. And no joke, one of my friends came to see me and she works at Glastonbury. She was like, I can, I can sneak you in. Like, it's cool. Do you know what? I can, I can just sneak you in. Don't worry about it. Like if you can't get, it. I was like, I'm trying to get in, but I'm trying to get in the way that I wanted. I want to do a workshop there and I'm trying to make that happen. But I, I want to be there. She was like, do you know what? I know, I know a way. Don't worry. I've got you. So me and Nat, my girlfriend were conspiring like, oh my God, are we maybe going to break into Glastonbury? That feels really scary. If you're Glastonbury listening to this, no, we weren't. 
I'm not that, I wouldn't say it. <laughs> but my friend was just telling us how she could possibly, and we were listening, right? So we were just weighing up all the other ways that we could go to Glasgow. Anyway, Monday night comes. So this is from t- from sending that strongly worded DM. We're probably like 10 days later. I'm on the sofa with Nat and I open my Insta and I've got a DM from this Glasto Healing Fields Insta. And they said, hey Clipso, can you please drop this person an email at this email address? And I was like, oh my God, <gasps> oh my God. So I email the email address. It's the same one that I emailed before and I get a bounce back and I was like, oh my God. So I DM'd her and I was like, I'm getting a bounce back. It's saying that it's, I will go to your spam. Can you drop me an email so that I can get into your inbox? I'm like, oh my God, I'm so close. I feel like I can taste it. I can taste it. It's in my mouth. (laughs) And so I think I go to bed that night. The next morning I wake up, I have an email. I have an email from the person who runs the healing fields at Glastonbury. And she basically has a conversation with me about all of the things that I spoke to her about. And I'm not going to go into the details because for lots of reasons, but we had a conversation about diversity and inclusion. We also had uh, a conversation about what I offered. And she said, look, we don't have workshop. We don't have any slots for workshops or um, talks. However, we sometimes have coaches that come and offer their coaching sessions. I saw in your bio and on your Instagram that you are a coach. Would you be interested in coming and offering some one-to-one sessions? If so, I need you to fill out this application form and I will let you know if we're interested in what you've got to offer. And I literally was sat there like rocking. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. They've replied. I am applying and it felt like this like like I can't even explain it it just felt like this uh, this moment of relief but also still anticipation because I had the opportunity to apply I applied and a few hours later they got back to me and they said we'd love to offer you a position and I was like oh my freaking god it, it took a second for it to land because I was like, oh, I am actually going to be at Glastonbury coaching people. What? And not even a workshop, not even like in a tent of multi people. I bringing my own setup. If you've been to Glasgow, you know, like all those cute little gazebo teepees. I'm going to have my own sign that's going to say Clipso, the self-discovery coach. If you are at Glasgow and you're listening to this, you're definitely not because you've got no signal. But you, it's just so, I'm gonna have my little stand my little sign it's gonna be my space my safe space that I get to create for people to come and learn more about themselves understand what they want for their lives and feel confident enough to go and get it and even just as I say that I'm getting goosebumps and I feel so <sighs> a bit emotional because this feels like something that was a dream for me in my life like in the longevity of my life maybe at some point in my career I was going to make it happen But I believed that I needed to be there now because I believed that now is the time for change. And I knew that me being there would 
open up the opportunity for help and self-discovery for people that look and love like me and I just want to change what it means to be in the personal development and um, self-healing space when I was looking into coaching and to become a coach I couldn't find any black queer coaches I was looking at a, a multitude of white blonde very you know privileged coaches and, and no shade like I've learned from some of those and it, they've been great but I know that there is a need to provide this work that genuinely I know can change lives to people who have maybe felt like it wasn't their space before and that's what it really felt like for me getting this opportunity you know it's one of the reasons I started my retreat company with my partner people like us retreats because we want to make retreats we want to make personal development and wellness spaces accessible for all humans no matter of your gender identity your sexuality your race it's your space too it's for people like us and Glastonbury really feels like it's in tandem to that I can't wait to check back in and do like a little how things went down at Glasto episode if you want that please dm me on insta and let me know so i'll record it for you if people want to hear what went down and how i help people and what the experience was like i would love to share that with you if you're interested let me know but that is the story of how i manifested hosting my own slot at glastonbury and i want to just remind you of those steps and stages so that you can apply this manifestation to anything that you're wanting in your life step one dream big don't think about things you know you can you can think about things that you want that are smaller but if you're really wanting to create the feeling that I've I hope been expressing as I've been sharing this episode that like goosebump I cannot believe this is my freaking life feeling dream big like what is the thing that you want that you actually think is impossible because for me being at Glastonbury hosting my coaching that was impossible I thought that was impossible this time last year then understand what are the beliefs that are maybe blocking you from believing that that's possible for you so whether you have got a financial goal whether you've got a career goal whether you've got a relationship goal what are the beliefs that are stopping you from believing that that's possible for you right now work on shifting those whether you work with a coach, whether you work for yourself, journaling, whether you have got, you know, some trauma that you need to unpack with a therapist, work through releasing those so that you feel wholeheartedly worthy and believing that is yours. You know, when people talk about lucky girl syndrome, it's like, I'm so lucky, everything good happens for me. It's kind of, it, it's this, it's this place of belief that those things are possible for you. That lets the universe know, like for me, I was energetically letting the universe know which was shifting my energetic vibration right we're all just sending vibration out in everything that we do and I shifted from my vibration of mm -mm, that's a big dream if only that was possible to I believe I should be there and I genuinely I know I was then met with the vibration of yeah cool here I'm meeting you with this opportunity and then you take aligned action then you start to take steps and hold yourself accountable for moving forwards in the direction of those things and they don't have to be big bold steps they can be baby steps and knowing that you will be met with those tests and those really do you want that like I was those lack of replies keep checking in it's a big dream do I want it cool so I'm going to keep moving forwards and watch it come in I would love more than anything actually to hear your manifestation stories that come to life after this episode 
whether something comes to you really quickly, whether it's a week from now, a month from now, six months from now, a year from now, if this podcast has impacted you in a way, this episode has impacted you in a way that's inspired you and you go out and you follow these steps and you manifest something that you thought was wildly impossible and you have bring it to your life, I need to know about it. Like I need to know about it. Maybe you can even come on the podcast and we can have a conversation about it together. That would be fun. So that is it. That is how I manifested my slot. I hope that you have found some inspiration in this story. I hope that you know that it's so possible for you to follow these steps and bring in crazy, amazing things for your life too. I also want you to know that if you are wanting support on overcoming the beliefs and the steps that I would love to support you, you can DM me on Instagram and inquire about coaching with me, whether that be one-to-one coaching or group coaching in self-centered school. These are the specific things that I love helping people with. I love helping you discover your dreams and then bring them to life. Like it's my favorite, it's my, it's my jam. So that's it. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. I am sending you so much love. If you have enjoyed this, share it with a friend. Like I always say, your manifestation investor, pop it on your stories, let other people know what it's about. Tag me in there, let me know. Make sure you're following if you're not already, if you're listening to this somewhere where you can subscribe, subscribe, drop your comments, all of that stuff. I love you and I will see you next week. Big love.